Welcome to Annunciation with Father David. Father David is the priest at Annunciation Greek Orthodox Church in Decatur, Illinois, where every week people are connected to the ancient wisdom of Orthodox Christianity. Here is Father David. Christ is in our midst. Good morning. Before I get to meditating upon the liturgy, continuing study of the Divine Liturgy, I need to talk about this idea of preparation. And the reason I need to talk about preparation is because today we celebrate the forefathers of the Old Testament, those fathers before the law and under the law, people like Daniel, who was thrown into the cave with lions, people like Isaiah, people like Abraham, all of these men and women who existed and lived in a time before the law and under the law. And what this indicates for us is that God prepared. He saw his creation fall after Adam and Eve ate from the tree of the knowledge of of good and evil. And then he had a plan. And he set about preparing that plan. He chose his people. He gave them the law. He visited them at various times and in various places to the prophets. And this culminated, of course, in the incarnation of Christ, whose nativity we will be celebrating in a couple of weeks. In our life as Orthodox Christians, we're continually preparing. Right now, we are in the middle of the Advent fast in preparation for the nativity so that we move from preparation to celebration. Just as God moved from a situation without the law to a situation with the law to a situation with the completion of the law through Jesus Christ to the resurrection from the dead and the defeat of death by death. So our lives as Orthodox Christians follow this same pattern. And this idea of preparation is important because today the Lord tells us a parable. And in this parable, he has set out a great banquet feast. By the way, the greatest banquet feast ever laid out before man sits on that table behind me, a table set by God himself. And he goes out and he invites people that he, well, he goes and gets his servants to go get the people that he had already invited to this feast. And they all came up with excuses not to come. One of them said, I have bought a field and I need to go out and see it. And another one said, I've bought five yoke of oxen and I must go and examine them. Another one said, I have married a wife and therefore I cannot come. And of these guests, the Lord says, I tell you, none of those men who were invited shall taste my banquet. For many are called, but few are chosen. These men were not prepared. They had more faith and more desire about worldly things than in being prepared for the moment that God asked them to his table. And at this point in time in our study of the liturgy, we are still at the great entrance in the Cherubic Hymn. And this Cherubic Hymn reinforces this idea of both preparation and 
putting more value on being here with God than being in the world. It says, Now lay aside every worldly care that we may receive the king of all. In other words, we put aside our yoke of oxen, our field, and even our wife, so that we might be here to receive the king. And one of the prayers that the people don't normally hear, because the priest is saying it quietly as the true but him is being sung, begins this way. No one bound by carnal desires and pleasures is worthy to approach, draw near, or minister to you, the king of glory. In other words, we must set aside all worldly cares, these carnal desires for our stuff, for our passions, needs to be set aside so that we might be able to approach. And this is why the church gives us these periods of preparation, so that we can practice setting aside worldly cares, that we put prayer at the beginning of our day and at the end of our day, that we begin to fast from various kinds of foods, that we start thinking about the poor and giving alms so that their lives become easier, especially at this time of year. This is why we have these periods of preparation, so that it becomes easier for us to set aside those worldly cares and approach, to be ready for that celebration when God calls us to his table. Now, generally, we speak about these things in broad strokes, prayer and fasting and giving alms. Today, I want to speak a little bit more specifically because it's getting towards the end of the year and we need to start thinking about what we're going to be doing next year, especially in terms of stewardship. There are about 40 of us here today. I want everybody to meditate upon the things that they do on a weekly basis where we are spending money on ourselves. A coffee at Starbucks, fast food, lunch or breakfast, something of this nature, something small, something simple, but something that costs in the range of two to $5, maybe even a little bit more. If we fast from this luxury once or twice a week, we're talking five to $10 a week, 52 weeks out of the year, $500 per person. If there are four, 40 of us here and we all do this, $20,000, okay? Now think about that, especially in context of the things that we normally do to raise money. For example, Stars Over Athens, a beautiful and marvelous and wonderful thing, an institution of this city, not just our, our, our parish, but on a good one of those, we're, we're, we're raising $10,000, $13,000. Think about the difference between the efforts, between putting on the stars over Athens and not going to Starbucks a couple times a week. And we begin to see that if we do that more than once or twice a week, then we take that money that we normally spend on ourselves and give it to and dedicate it to the church. We could take the stewardship levels that we have now, easily double. This is the kind of things that we need to be thinking about in terms of our preparations in terms of our turning our lives and dedicating our lives to the church so that we're not caught in that position where we are valuing things like a cup of coffee more than the banquet than the Lord has set forth before us.
So let us take this time of preparation seriously and examine every aspect of our lives and see how, even in the smallest ways, we can prepare to turn our lives around and dedicate them to God. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, now and forever, and to the ages of ages.